Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you too, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, where are we right now, we're, John David? We're, 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 we're still in Las Vegas, and we're on the show floor. We are still, we are still in Las awesome. Vegas. it's awesome. They've actually, it's We're kinda... we after hours on the show floor, oh, which is kind of cool. Las Vegas. Yeah. Ooh, after dark. After, after hours. You know, oh, <laughs> dude, this is taking me back, actually. Do you remember when we did our, like, our first live shows that we did in the evenings? Yeah, because we originally they were in the mornings. You're like, oh, you know, I just I can't wake up this early and everything else. You know, like oh, life is like eight life is so stressful <laughs> for me. John David Cole before being married and having kids and, every, and owning a shop. It's just I can't I can't wake up this early in the morning. <laughs> what an idiot! What, a, what a, oh, the youth, the, the 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 bliss of youth. That's so funny. But so this is the thing, right? So we used to do them in the morning. I would have pop tarts for you. You remember that? Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, I'd have pop tarts yeah. for you. We come, we do it in the mornings, but then occasionally we do it in the evenings because you just couldn't make it work in the morning. So we did the the uh the after hours the country square radio after dark right <laughs> <laughs> and it was fun it was kind of a different energy honestly this is kind of taking me back to that because now right now yep. you know we we uh last week we had kind of our, our show from the the showroom floor with all the hustle and bustle that was going on right now we get a chance to actually do a little after hours and kind of some reflection which i'm really i'm really excited to do with yep. you like for this episode so we talked about it last week about the the fact that you know with a show like this you got Brian Levine you've got you got somebody who has existed in the industry from every single angle yeah to some capacity a lot of different standpoints you know and and yeah he's he's like he's he's worn so many different hats and he's seen it from so many different ways and and he is uniquely positioned to create a show just like this one yeah where you have this blending of longtime pipe smokers, newer pipe smokers. You've got mm-hmm. YouTube channels that are just popping up. And even like we were talking about this, we were talking about this yesterday, I think, uh, last night, about how the even the, the media around pipe smoking has changed significantly in right. the last 10 years. When you and I went to Chicago the first time, we set up a, a we had a table. They were so, uh, it wasn't actually, it wasn't Chicago that brought us out. It was uh, STG, as I recall. Oh, that's right. STG. Yeah, for uh, this, this pipe life, I think. STG brought us out to help promote this pipe life. They gave yeah. us a table and we were right there at the opening door. Yeah. The Chicago pipe show, I mean, like, again, this was back in the day and everything. They didn't know who we were. They didn't know us from Adam. And we were we were kind of popping off back then. We were, we were, we were kind of making some, some fairly big waves in our space. Sure. But our space, despite being like the pipe space, wasn't kind of the what the establishment, let's say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was interesting because we had people come to our table like saying like, all right, well, now what station are y'all in? Like, <laughs> okay, well, it's a it's a podcast. All right, now what's it's a podcast? AM or FM? Exactly. Right. Do, I, do I get that on my uh, Victrola? <laughs> Wait, hang on. What? What's a Victrola? The, the Victrola, those things that you see at the flea markets where you crank the thing on the side uh-huh. and it's got the big horn coming uh-huh. out of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, those like, are cool. You know the RCA dog yeah. that's sitting in front of the little, yeah. That okay, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. All right. I wish, you know, that would be From 1920. Sweet. Yeah, a little horn thing and everything. All right. That was, but the point is that like so much has changed over the last 10 years. And even it like- It really when, has. It's amazing. When we entered into the space, like things were at a point of change as well. And what we experienced coming in as podcasters- Yeah, sure. Was an industry that frankly didn't know what to do with us. Yeah. Didn't know what to do with this. We went to. We, I think that is very accurate. Right. Yeah. Right. We we. But at the same time, yep. we were speaking to and connecting with. Yeah. A consumer base 
They knew exactly what to do with us. Yeah, because they were listening to podcasts. Because they were listening to podcasts. They were discovering yeah. podcasts. And back then, it was very early. It was you and me and Brian and uh, and uh, Monstrosity Pipes. Yeah. yeah. Um Paul Pipes. Yeah. And that Oli's, was- Oli, Oli's full vestry. And that was it. Yeah. And Oli was even like, and I mean, he'll tell you. I mean, he was only like half in it at that point. Like, yeah. He was just kind of sure. dabbling from time to time. But like, you talk about like doing this professionally, continuously. Yeah. Essentially, it was Brian and us. And that was about, about it. Yeah. Now- as the industry has, as not the industry, as the consumer base has changed. Look at how the grown. content creation has followed. Exactly. Yeah. So the content creation, and you're you are seeing YouTube and pipe channel. Like, are you seeing YouTube channels, and you are seeing a podcast? You are seeing people doing things at a caliber that is fantastic. Like and compared to what we were doing in the early days, nowhere near the quality. Like, like, like their quality is so nowhere. So like, much we were better. So worse than this. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're, they're so much better than we were. And you're seeing it from 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 folks that just have a few extra hours a day. I mean, it's not like these are folks that are in the industry. Or, this is passion. This is pa- this is a passion project. For That's a exactly lot of right. Um, particularly even even on Instagram. You know, and I know you don't. No, you but don't that's like that's Instagram, true. Yeah, yeah, but, say that. But the thing the thing about Instagram is like people are literally just becoming pipe. I mean, look at Neil Osborne. Like, th- th- this is someone that has become a pipe kind of um, celebrity, celebrity yeah. because of what he posts on Instagram. Isn't that crazy? And, yeah. and like, the, just people being able to follow and the community that that breeds, it's really, it, it's, it's breathtaking, yeah. you know, and, and, and it come, it comes from the consumer, yeah. which is crazy. It's not, you know, some big company trying to push something on you. It's not, you know, someone running, you know, some organization that, you know, is trying to promote something. It's, it's coming from the people that are just enjoying yeah. their pipes. Yeah. This is, this is what I kind of want to talk about, man, because I think this is so interesting. Because if you think, and you're right, it's there's kind of an industry push, and there is a consumer, and there, and yeah. I think what we have experienced in our time, sitting in this kind of middle ground, because you're you sure. are an industry person at this point. Yeah, you know what I mean, true. You, you're you're a master of pipes. You know, you are that. I am a consumer. I am like in the industry to the extent that I'm on this podcast, and that is it. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so like, so we and we have seen over the last you know almost ten years this tension between these two spheres, where there is at times a lot of negativity that you hear from the industry, but a lot of excitement that you hear from the consumer. From the consumer. Right? Yeah. And part of that is because part of, you know, as the consumer has changed, as the, like the tastes have changed, it might be different from what the industry was doing in the past. Yeah. Now I always try to reiterate this on the show because I think people need to hear it and be reminded of this. Pipes as an industry, pipe tobacco as well, but pipes and pipe tobacco as an industry if you look at the history, has always been an innovative industry. Like yeah. I've been yeah. shocked as I have learned from you some of the innovations that we've seen, and like over the, like like decades and like you know hundreds of years of things yeah, have changed. Sure, you think it's like, oh, I was just a pipe, you know, put the pipe. No, no, so <laughs> many different and some frankly bad ideas because that's part of you know trying to figure out you know what works and that here and there. But at the same the same time, we've seen so many different shapes and styles and little gizmos and gimmicks that you're still seeing enter into the market even today. Yeah. Right. And so there's this energy that you get from the newer pipe smoker that from not even that it's not even, I would, I would not even say the newer pipe smoker. I would just say from where the consumer base is right now, broadly, there's an excitement and there's an industry. Yeah. Or there's an excitement and there's an energy, I should say. Yeah. But the tension is that historically for during our tenure thus far is that the industry hasn't really met that same level of energy and excitement broadly? Not right. again. There, there's obvious exceptions. And, in let, there. and let's let's flush that out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's we do don't. It. When you say the industry 
hasn't met that or the industry has been more negative. What I, I guess what what I'm what I think I'm understanding you say is like they have been a lot of people in the pipe industry or certainly the tobacco industry have been down on the future of pipes. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. And you have, the, the, you, they we, have been, the, it, it's been kind of a, Oh, well we're a dying breed and Oh, well, you know, you, Oh, the numbers is probably the 20 numbers, years ago. Boy, and like, it's sure. Oh, well, they, these numbers are okay, but gosh, it's nothing compared to what it was in 1968. You know, boy, in 1968, it sure was great. And they were making this and this, and, yeah. you know, it's like, well, okay, you can have that attitude, but, but look at all these consumers that are eager and excited about what is out there. Right. And, and, and they, they are literally creating the future of our hobby. That's ex- Yes, they and are. It's not even just creating. It, it's the present. It's the present. It's the it's present. Happening. Exactly. And so you've got folks that are um, innovating. And so it's almost forcing the industry to catch up. That's, you know, with well, the consumer. It, yes. Yes. And with the hobbyist. Exactly. And I think I think knowing that, but I think part of that is also meeting that energy on and learning how to, to step in that space. But I get the challenge, right? Because yeah. a part of what we've seen, and we've we've seen this here in Vegas, we've seen this from talking to folks, and I know that I've I've talking to different even when we were on um, when we had the hangout and everything. A lot of what ends up happening is you get new pipe smokers in. They'll pick up like a Savinelli or a Peterson, something sure. like a like a yeah. standard pipe. But if they really get in, you know what I mean. Like if they if the bug bites, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean by the bug bite. Oh yeah, it's ugly. <laughs> they dive into artisanal hard. Yeah. Right. Like 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 there is a there's a shift that comes where you're not going to get as many of the kind of the premium, more standard, more name brand pipes. They're going to go to the artisan route, which in turn they are now met. With so many different artisan pipe carvers, it's amazing. I mean, we've seen that here here today and, already. And, and there's more and more every year, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, know? but it is different. It's and I different. think that's the thing. Like, like we we need to understand, and we need to. And I, I when I say we, I guess I'm now talking more from a maybe it's just a bright broader pipedom, whether industry or consumer. Different does not equal bad yeah okay different does not equal bad i can understand that when when somebody likes coke and all you sell is pepsi and like coke is the the thing of the moment i can see how that feels bad to you but people are still (laughs) buying soda and from a consumer standpoint that's the thing that we're most interested that's right you know what i mean yeah like we're we're not we're not loyal in this situation to pepsi or to coke we're loyal to soda yeah (laughs) to make a really bad analogy You know what I mean? We're loyal to type 2 diabetes. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. The, well, no. No, we're not. <laughs> Take care of yourselves. Anyway, the point is, point is, man, that I think that we need to look at it broadly and see the opportunities. Like, yes, it is different. And listen, this is where I think it kind of hits a little close to home for me personally, right? Podcasting. I have been in the podcasting industry for the last decade. Yeah. Okay? And when I entered into this... Like it was very, I was, I started a podcast company in central Mississippi 10 years ago. Yeah. I had to explain over and over and over what again. What on earth you did. What is a podcast? What is like, I had like, right. like, you know, like very, like constantly having to explain this to people. And I remember like, cause we, because we were in so early, we yeah. also got some great deals and everything else and did some government contracts and all kinds of great stuff. And it was wonderful. But I got to a place where I was like, I need guidance because what got me here is not going to get me to the next level. No. So what do I do? I turn to the industry and I meet with folks. And they had no idea. I told you this yesterday. I, th- I think I've shared this with you yeah. before. No, that's right. I met with, and I won't say which broadcasting company, 
But I met with a broadcast people company. in traditional legacy in legacy media in legacy right. broadcasting. They were telling me about their shows, their radio shows that they, they did. What they did in a month's time collectively for their entire network of shows, we were doing for Country Squire Radio in one week. Right. With one show in one week, and that's right. and at the time, Country Square Radio wasn't even the biggest show I had at the time. Right, you know what I mean? Like, like right. that was that was it was just kind of like amazing. Isn't that crazy? Gosh, that's crazy. And so I was just like, I was like, I, I don't know what to do because what got me here, I looked to the industry, and they're over here looking at me. It's, and I feel like we like there was a time that was like missed in that moment in podcasting. Hmm. I look right now to where we are with a show like the Las Vegas Pipe Show with someone like Brian Levine. And when, when in a post-COVID world where people are wondering what is the future of pipe shows in the pipe community, I see an opportunity. I see an opportunity for these artisanal pipe carvers, for the community that's so excited about pipes, pipe tobacco and pipe smoke right. and everything, and the establishment industry. In the moment, in my mind, and this is just me, this is Bo York talking. Okay? Yeah, this is okay. not John, I want to I free you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my mind. <laughs> you, you, you do you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a moment here for the industry, for the more established out there to yeah, not sure. drop the ball or to drop the ball. Yeah. Like, but the ball is here and this is your moment. So what, How, are you gonna, what are you going to do with what it? What are you going to do with it? Right. And I think that there is a, there like, understand the excitement and fuel the excitement. Mm-hmm. Fuel mm-hmm. the excitement. That's what, that's kind of my, I think a little bit of a charge there to, to the industry, but also to the consumer, keep fan in the flame of that excitement. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, and that's why it's so encouraging to come to shows like this. And again, it's on, we're on the other side of the country, but Jeremy Reeves is sitting right over there. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, Greg Peace is right over there. And it's like, these are, these are people that are, you know, they've been in the, certainly both Jeremy and Greg, I mean, they've been in, you know, premium tobacco blending for a long time. That's right. And they are continuing to innovate. They're continuing to, you know, look at look at the consumer base and realize, oh, they want more and they want um, different and they want interesting and nuanced right. right. and creative and uh, out of the blo- out of the box and all this other stuff. And they're and they're producing that to meet the demand. Yeah. And 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 you know what? They're here. They're here to support it. That's right. It's 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 awesome to see that. There's, it's also apparent to see some people that aren't here. You know, yeah. and it's like, well, yeah. maybe, you know, if you're listening to the show and you didn't come and you happen to own a, you know, major, uh, you know, tobacco manufacturing company, you maybe next year would be a good this year would, to come. This would be a one to be here. Yeah. Yeah. It, you, you, ought to, you ought to come to this one. That's right. Yeah, you, ought, you ought to, all these people that are here loving your tobaccos, supporting uh, everything you're doing, come, come meet them. Come, un, come understand them. Like, um, but it, it is, this is a real pivot point, but it is a challenge. And I think this also, I mean, like I, I want to recognize that cause it's easy to say like, Oh, this is your moment, but I'm not saying that it's not, it's not an easy moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the desire in the community is for different products in many respects. Like we, we, we talked about sure. it last week. Like yep. there has been a big like energy in the room towards vintage tobaccos and people like, like yeah. seeking out and going after vintage tobaccos. That's and been, I would imagine I feel like people are spending more on that at this Vegas show than they are on pipes. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, we, and, and I felt some of that at lost at uh, Chicago too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like there's, there's this kind of desire to connect to that while also looking to kind of these new artisanal pipe carbs and that sort of thing. But at the same time, you know, you, I mean, John David Cole, a tobacconist who is actively blending, creating and, and making new tobaccos, you know, are still out here 
finding the new things, pushing the envelope, like like finding different ways to connect with the audience. Like not the audience. I keep on saying the audience because that's obviously the way my mind thinks. But like connect the with hobbyist, the hobbyist, right. the consumer, the 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 community. Yeah. And what what they're what they're after. What's what's new. What's different. And so I just I'm not saying it's easy, but I do think that there is a moment, and I think that part of it may even be giving a leg up to who you might consider your competitors. Because the reality is, and I know that's that's a weird thing to say. Yeah. But I mean, like the reality is, is if you are helping to shepherd them, you're also helping yourself. And if I may, I hope he's not upset with me doing this, but if I may, that's what Brian Levine did to us. Yeah. That's what Brian Levine did to us. Because when we came yeah. into the industry, when we came in as podcasters, right. Brian Levine God, was already, so it was so long ago. Yeah. Brian Levine was established. He, he was Brian freaking Levine. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. he was the godfather or like we still call him the godfather. Yeah, we you know still I mean? do. Yeah. And so like, you know, and he had like these shows. Then all of a sudden we come onto the scene and we start, you know, we, we go into this and we're not messing around. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is this is a weekly show. It is professionally produced. I mean, I look listen back to it now. I'm like, Oof, was that professional then? I don't know. <laughs> like, it, the professional has become more professional. It's become far more professional. <laughs> but like we came in and we were we were serious about this. Yeah, true. And Brian Levine, to absolutely his credit, saw us and he what he wasn't putting us down. He didn't like like cast us he off to the side. He embraced us, man. He yeah. embraced us. Yeah. And, and that's, that's that's what makes the difference. That that made all the difference. That made all the difference. That made all yeah. the difference. It, it it certainly helped us. I'm not gonna lie, like it did. Sure. But at the same time, yeah. it wasn't like we we could have still like continued that growth and continued moving without his help. But with his help, we were able to do so with a little bit more authority and a little bit more acceptance and confidence and confidence. Too. Yeah. And at the same time, that communicated. Like, how often have you heard over the last ten years us praise Brian Levine, despite the fact that he came on our show making fun of us? Right, yeah, he's a total <laughs> jack wagon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but there is a reason why we we show respect. Yeah, there sure. is a reason why we see him as the Godfather. Sure. And this is where, again, I put it back on kind of you know it's funny because I really wanted to make this episode about like encouraging the consumer. You've got power and and be excited and and this is a great yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. And I didn't want to make it like as like a constant charge to the industry, but I really, <laughs> I've just I I look at somebody like Brian Levine and what he is doing right now in the industry. And I am telling you, if you are a legacy pipe tobacco company and you are not like reaching out to this guy and he might turn you down. He's Brian, you know how it is. But like <laughs> the fact that if you're not reaching out to him and trying to get him as a consultant, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like just trying to understand your, your consumer base better if at all yeah you know i mean i think that you really have to put the effort into that that's right i you know i, I was talking with a, a person earlier today that will remain nameless that you know he um said you know he they he had trouble trying to get his you know boss to give them the money to come out to this event you're kidding me when this is a person that really needed to be at this event yeah. and, the, and their company just doesn't understand that My and goodness. it's like that's that's a pivot point that's so so what are you going to do about it you, you know the, you, that's the thing like you, you have know? the ball this is the this is the this is the time to do something yeah. with it because or drop because it. the consumers and i i'm a step aside for just a second and yeah, kind of yeah. even put myself in that category yeah, by all means because i'm a pipe smoker dude i just I, love I, this stuff. i like i pick up with you all the time i mean like you, you're you're a you're literally a master of pipes at this point <laughs> but you know you're exactly right you're, you're here as a hobbyist as an enthusiast i just, I just love this stuff yeah. and so i mean if i put myself in that category and i can see it all around me <laughs> most people buy pipes you bought just, a whole freaking pipe shop <laughs> i did i was like well i bought all the pipes <laughs> all, come on <laughs> but flex. you know that but that's the thing yeah. like you you wind up you wind up seeing the energy that surrounds the the consumers the people the pipe that's smokers right. that are out there and it's like well gosh we better 
if that's all the energy, we better do something to meet that energy. That's you know? right. And, yeah. and you see that every time someone does something creative and interesting, it is rewarded. That's right. It is rewarded. Look at look at the stuff that you know we've seen come from Sutliff and from Cornell and Deal. Um, yeah. Look at. Um, Gosh, these new blenders that aren't even blenders by trade, but have started doing this right. and have become some of the best in the world. Yeah. I just talked to our, our friend uh, Jeremy Ken Byron Ventures is is here. This is the one show every year that he makes sure he comes to, and man, he's one of the best tobacco blenders in America. Yeah, I mean, wow. I, and and, and he, wow. this is a guy that just he just does it for fun, you know. And it, it's like, and he's rewarded for it, yeah. you know. It's like if if someone like that can do it. You know, I mean, it's it's just amazing to me, you yeah. know? It's a fascinating time. It really is a fascinating time, I think, right now in Pipedom. And it, there is a moment, and I think that it... I, I, I feel as though the Las Vegas Pipe Show has the opportunity to be that what is it? What's a watershed moment? Because I feel like that's like what a water a watershed moment. Is, is yeah. that because I feel a, I, that feels like the right thing to say? A but, lot of change happens. What's and, a watershed? A watershed is a. Um, the thing that you keep your lawnmower in, uh-huh. but it's wet. Really? Are you being dead? You're, no. <laughs> no, do you actually know what a watershed is? I don't, but I do know that a watershed moment is one of those moments that like, hey, everything on this side of it changes. I feel as though this is a watershed moment. I really do. I, I feel like it can be. Yeah. And I feel like if, and, I, and what I hope is through all of the different podcasts and YouTubers who came here and Instagrammers. And Instagrammers and everybody else. What you are going to see over the next couple of weeks and over probably the last week is people... And what, I say that, actually. This episode's coming out late compared to when everybody else is putting out their stuff. Now yep. I think about it. So what you probably yep. have seen... This is, all right, this is either me, this is either me being pro- prophetic or proven wrong. <laughs> but what I think you have probably seen over the last couple of weeks is all of these YouTubers, all of these Instagrammers, all of these podcasts talking about their experience here, being really encouraged, enthused. And some folks you've never seen come to a pipe show before. Yeah, some sure. folks with audiences you've never seen come to a pipe show before. That's and right. That is that 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 is what creates and provides this show right here to be that watershed moment. Yep. I'm actually googling what is a watershed <laughs> because it actually it's it, uh, it's a watershed. <laughs> I tried to tell you a, a thing you put your tools at your garden tools. I was in, following you until you said like it was a wet, shed and then it gets wet. With the, you know we had that we had <laughs> that we had the, the, the whole conversation about the humidors and how you got to wet the humidors. Like maybe you got to wet your shed. <laughs> That's uh, a different podcast. A, a watershed, it's a land area that channels rainfall and snow melts to creeks, streams, and rivers, and eventually to outflow points such as reservoirs, bays, and the ocean, which, not relevant at all. Or maybe it is in <laughs> that, it. Ma- maybe it is in which that is the place where the topography changes. Oh. And when the topography changes, then it is a watershed a, moment a moment a, yeah a moment in the, in the watershed yeah where you wet your where you're wet your <laughs> lawnmower <laughs> oh man well, ah, know, the old wet lawnmower listen whenever i wet my lawnmower you know what i like to do i did a good corn got pipe from our friends at missouri Mearsham. that's yeah. right <laughs> man we right now oh man okay so think about this we we have just had thanksgiving dinner we are just now kicking off the holiday season i don't know about you when like when when you think of the holiday season do you not think of corn cob pipe cuz i think of corn cob pipes i always think of corn cob pipes thinking you got, you got the turkeys during thanksgiving they're smoking their corn cob pipes right. you got the, the scarecrows people think put about out the pilgrims and the stuff pilgrims and, and such and then you got christmas and you got you got uh you've got freaking santa claus over here <laughs> busting out his corn cob pipe and a button nose and then you've no that's actually frost 
Frosty the Snowman. That's right. You got the snowmen out there. That's right. And the snowmen are enjoying the, the corn cob pipes and everything else. Corn cob pipes are all throughout the holidays. Nothing says holidays like corn cob pipes, and nothing says corn cob pipes like our friends at Missouri Mearsham. That's right, man. <laughs> Please go to their website, corncobpipe.com. Uh, buy one today. They will send it right to your front door in record time. And, uh, man, I know they would be happy to happy to see you smoking their pipe. You and, know, uh, tell, oh, man. Tell them we sent you. I tell you what, man. What I'd love to see is I would actually love to see, folks, buy yourself a Missouri Mearsham pipe. Buy two. You buy one for smoking, and you buy the other one so that you can make a snowman. Now, we can't do that because we're in the South, and that's not an option Yeah, for we us. don't really get snowmen. For, th- for those of you who, who are able to make snowmen, make yourself a snowman and put a Missouri Mearsham Corporate Pipe in it. Take those pictures. We tweet. want photos. We want photos of that. So send those <laughs> in. And of course, uh, big, big thanks to our friends at Missouri Mearsham for sponsoring this show. Missouri Mearsham, by the way, always innovative ahead of the game Absolutely. in so many regards when it comes to uh, connecting with the with the, the community and everything and a, and else. a real proud supporter Phil, of shows just like this. Big time, man. Phil Phil is was a forward thinker, and to see that legacy continue on throughout Shannon, that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it's been wonderful. Fantastic. Yep. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire question. All right, man. Quick fire questions coming in. <laughs> this one is coming in from Ben Strohan. Strohan? Strohan. All right. It's S T R A U G H A N. Strohan. I guess. Strange hand. Bill. That sounds odd. Yes, Ben. 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 Yes. <laughs> ben says, uh, he says, I wanted to start by saying thank you for the time you spend making Country Squire Radio. I've got a few quick fire questions for your consideration. Uh, adjunctication and contemplation. He uses big words, Ben does. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to read them. I do. All right, man. Are you ready for this? Yeah. 
Smoke in the rain or smoke in the wind? This is a great question for Ooh. us right now out here Ooh. in the desert because yeah, we don't have any rain, storm. but we have a lot of wind. Yeah, yeah, there is right. a legit sandstorm out there. Um, which one would I rather? Probably smoke in the rain. I think so too. Like yeah. I, I probably, probably would have said in the rain. I probably would have said wind before coming out here. To be honest, yeah. Wind, wind is tough though, and, and and wind is of course they make wind caps for a reason. That's right. But you know it's hard on a pipe to be in the wind. That's right. It really is hard on the pipe to be. I'd probably rather smoke in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I you know I'm, I'm sitting here and you know especially if it's like a drizzle that actually sounds kind of nice. I've gotten recognized on multiple occasions by my cap. You know. Yeah. I wonder if they make a cap long enough that'll cover the pipe. I guess if it's like a nose warmer, I could probably wear a nose. I could probably wear a cap, smoke yeah. a nose warmer. And not have it be a problem. Maybe not. In the rain. I know people that in the rain turn, they pack their pipe pretty tight. Yeah. And they'll actually turn their pipe upside down and smoke it. Yeah, you've told me that before. That's weird to me. I've actually never, as long as I've smoked a pipe, and gosh, it's been a long time, uh, I've never done that. Okay, this is a a quick side tangent. I may do that tonight. Do you remember (laughs) how somebody wrote in and asked the question about pre lighting a pipe? Yeah. Somebody else wrote that. Uh, somebody, I saw something else about that. Yeah, this is becoming a thing. No, it is, and apparently, um, apparently, Brian does that. Brian I th- Levine. I think Brian Levine does. That. Okay, forget every nice thing I said about Brian. That man is insane. Don't right. listen to the word he says. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, pretty yep. light. Someone would say because you know what's funny. We, I, I don't listen to Brian's show. I don't listen to our show. I don't listen. To, <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts. And okay. so, okay. and so we were we were doing this, and it's like someone wrote in. I I think someone texted me and they were like, you know, you were talking about pre-lighting that thing. Like, I think Brian mentions that he does that. Yeah. He mentioned it on his show and he's like, well, heck, I don't know. I yeah. don't listen to it. No, no. I, I don't just, listen to my own show. You famously <laughs> don't listen to this show. I, I, when, when, uh, you know, I told you last week when we did the bit about the, uh, the, the briefcase and everything. Right. I literally <laughs> told Brian about that on our show and I told him, I was like, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do and I'm, I'm still going to surprise him. about it. I guarantee I'll put this out to the internet where anybody can download it. We're doing it, putting out to thousands of people. John David will still be shocked because he does be, not Won't listen. have a clue. Won't have a clue. <laughs> I here I am. Part of it, weird. I just don't want to hear my voice. Right. I hear enough of it all day. I know. You're too self-conscious, <laughs> man. All right, here's the next one. Uh, never have to relight or never get tongue bite. I don't mind relighting. I would love to not get tongue bite. Yeah. Oh, man. Are you so used to tongue bite at this Dang. point that it's just like a, like yeah, a thing? Yeah, I think I would rather not relight. Interesting. I, th- I really think I would rather... Because I kind of get used to I some tongue, tongue bite. bite. I, I mean, I don't like it, but I don't yeah. get it very often. Yeah. And and I, you know, because I, I don't know, just as you smoke your pipe more and more, your mechanics get better and stuff. And so I don't have that issue as much anymore. But gosh, I hate relighting a yeah. pipe. Okay. All right. All right. Fair yeah, enough. I'd probably, I'd probably rather not have to relight. I, I don't mind relighting. I actually, I actually like, <laughs> I have come to the point now, especially using the pipe, like using the relight as almost like a conversational moment. Yeah. You know, cause like somebody's yeah. talking everything else and then you start talking and then your pipe goes out and it's like, okay, well, you know, now you talk and I can work on my, you know what I mean? Like it, it almost kind of becomes part of the, the, the part ritual. of the dance. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So hmm. I don't mind it at all. Hmm. Uh, would you rather be able to instantly age a blend to whatever age you choose or be able to instantly add or remove moisture to uh, moisture from a blend, man. From a blend, these are great questions. Um, as a tobacconist, yeah, this is like yeah. As a tobacconist, I would probably say I'd rather be able to have a blend aged quicker. Okay, because aging 
is so the even just a few days it is it has such a profound impact it's on massive, yeah. the character of of you know tobacco how just how it tastes and so i i just don't i I mean, if I if I could snap my fingers and age tobacco, even even <laughs> that'd even be a your week, ability. Like even you, a week, it's yeah. like oh, there's John David. He can uh, you know, you know, age tobacco with a with a snap. Man, I tell you what, that'd so be a good gift. One of the things you know we've talked about before, Alan. Pipe shows. Everyone is so generous and nice. And then when you sprinkle on a little bit, like you happen to be on Country Square Radio, people like kick that up a notch. Yeah, we had like I've had so many people bust out. McClelland hol- uh, uh, um, Christmas Christmas cheer Christmas cheer yeah. from 1987 that's crazy I think is what the oldest one that like I've had people bring it for, someone brought me from 2000 I don't know if they made it that it was 19 something yeah <laughs> It was nineteen something. <laughs> it was pre. It was before. It's pre millennium. Like you pre, know, okay. pre, 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 pre it, was in, it was in the nineteen hundred. It was in the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> it was the late nineteen hundreds. From the late nineteen hundreds. Right there, you go. There you go. And and uh, and I, there was somebody else who brought me something that was from two thousand and eight. I remember I sniffed it. I said, you know, I got married in two thousand seven. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. It's so great. And everyone's like, just take you know, take some, smoke some. I'm like, I'm, I want my pipe on me right now. <laughs> it's like I can't actually do that. Plus, I'm trying to get ready for a show. But man, yeah, no. I'll tell you what, that aging goes a long way. All right, uh, and then finally, would you rather bring back a blend from the past that's no longer available, mm. Mm. or know what the next major collector blend will be, such as a McClellan Esoterica? Uh, basically, if you if you could bring them back, or know what the next McClellan, or know what the next one is. Wow, wow. I would imagine for you that's a unique question in particular because yeah. Well, I mean if you know what the next collector one is, what are you going to do? Just yeah. go hoard it so that you can have it when everyone else doesn't. Okay, have so it? this is all right, so is that I, the point of knowing? I think some people that's what they do, Russ. Or or is it is it knowing so that you can get it and then sell it? Like cuz to me it that None of that's fun. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I, I, I could definitely pay a few bills. Some people, that. some people like that. But like, for me, it's like, no, I want to, I want to taste what three nuns tasted like forty years I, ago. I, see, that's the thing. I, or I, you know, I want to, you know, I want to try Edgeworth slices for the first time. You know what so I mean? So you would resurrect an old. I one. think I would. Yeah. You know, I, one of the most magical things about these dog on pipe shows is that people are so generous with their tobacco. Yeah. And they're cracking tins open. From freaking 1990 and stuff, and I'll just sharing what, it, man, dude. Yeah. They popped a tin of cigarettes last night from the 40s. <laughs> Are you kidding me? There's, you know, people. A lot of people in our community also, you know, collect just anything tobacco related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these cigarettes back in the 30s and 40s didn't have all the additives in them because they were made with real tobacco. Man. Do you know how hard it is to get a can of some of those cigarettes? <laughs> and it's they come. They used to come in cans. <laughs> right, right. I will say I've been looking at some of these tables with some of the blends and what the prices they're going for and you know like we, we come out here to something like this we do a podcast i was thinking like i was doing the math i was like my seller right now is has a pretty decent value on it. You know what I, mean? like, I know it but at the same time i know it i'm not trying to sell that yeah you know what i mean like because i, I yep. want to smoke it like i want to save it and That's smoke right. it and enjoy it for the rest of my i want to bust that open i want to bust open 
that tent of cellar, my last tent of cellar with my grandchild. Yeah. You know, sure. and, and you like, might be able to, and I might be able to, yeah. this isn't enough, you know, well, no, actually I don't have enough. So if you actually have some cellar and you want to send it to uh, the, the show. I didn't even give you any whale song. <laughs> I'm not giving you my cellar. Man, I can't. Need not be talked about again. That, that's been dealt with. with you, that's been dealt with. <laughs> These were absolutely great quick fire questions. Thank you so much, Ben, for sending them in. Hey, if you've got some quick fire questions for us, please send them into the show. That is show at Country Squire Radio. Dot com. Well, man, this is really interesting. I'm, I'm glad we got an opportunity to do this because yeah. going into the show this week, uh, to the to the show, I, not quite knowing exactly what the structure was going to be like in terms of like, you know, is it going to be a lot of people around or are we going to have like an audience and that sort of thing, trying to kind of assess what that might be. We kind of went in with a couple of different ideas. One was more of the standard show, live show that we've done, which is talking about the show, pulling on a couple people here and there and yeah. interviewing them. And we got to do that, which was great. Which was a lot of fun. But there was also the one of like, I really, I want to talk to the moment and like have a discussion around the moment. And I am so glad we had the opportunity to do both. Me too, man. Yeah. Me too. I think, I think it was a good... Um, a good exercise for us, and I and I hope people in the pipe community stay energized, That's and, right. um, and you know continue to encourage uh, you know the people you come in contact with to uh, smoke your pipe, try new things, uh, you know understand more about the uh, the market, understand more about uh, you know how pipes are made and how tobacco is made, and 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 keep going with this because right, we're yeah. counting on you to do it. That's yeah, right, we really Absolutely. are. Well, hey man, we want to encourage everybody to keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us uh, at the show at Squire Radio. You can reach us show at countrysquireradio.com you can follow john david at john david cole the shop at underscore country squire uh but all that information and more can be found at countrysquireradio.com well john david man uh we got some more we got some more content to make and yeah, a lot good. of friends to meet and uh it's gonna it's, it's we're at a this is special this man. is a fun time it's special <laughs> hey let's go have a day see you brother Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.